and gentlemen, are you ready? All right, welcome back to another edition of the podcast. Today we have an exciting special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Brad Feinberg, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, can't complain. There you go. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the fitness industry and sure. celebrity training? Sure, absolutely. I've been in the industry for almost two decades now. Um, and I work with, I, I call them high profile individuals, um, but really anyone who is very busy, uh, is handling a lot in their life, uh, extremely stressed out, and they're looking to maximize their performance in life. Um, and that could be very broad, uh, could also be very specific, or, or certain things are really trying to improve. But uh, like you said, you know, I, I've worked with celebrities, entertainers, um, you know, business leaders, uh, high-performing sales individuals, marketing individuals, um, and also chronically ill, or um, individuals who may be suffering from some form of autoimmune disease. Or disorder. Um, so, and really what I do is provide coaching and programming ac across um, certain aspects to really um, have them take control of their life again, to have them get the health and body and life that they've always wanted. Well, that's amazing. You know, it's always, always good to hear that, you know, people like yourself are out there trying to make one person better, you know, at, at a time in the reach across that is just amazing. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's, I would say I, I, I figured out very, I was fortunate to figure out very early on in life that this was my passion in really wanting to help someone in, in, in that way. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I very much believe this is why I was put on this planet. So as far as you getting into the, the fitness industry, was there anybody that you, you know, that inspires you, you looked up to, to kind of give you that drive, the motivation to try to learn how to get in the shape and then kind of stay there? Yeah. I mean, every, I feel like every uh, guy's answer is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, he, he was for me, especially, going through uh, college. But before that, I, uh, in all honesty, it, it, it wasn't someone, it was more something. And uh, at five years old, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes. So I had to learn very early on how to take care of myself. But I also found out how much being healthy and eating right and exercise can impact all of that. So that was my real motivation um, to get me into that. And then as I got older, I started, you know, getting into bodybuilding and, you know, looked up a lot to, you know, what uh, Mike Mentzer, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tom Platts, all those guys, you know, so it was very much like, the the eighties nineties uh, bodybuilding era is what I loved, and you know I I think it's really a testament to 
hear that, you know, even though you had something like type 2 diabetes, you know, at a, at a young age that you had the wherewithal and the drive to want to learn how to be healthy and how to be, you know, in, in better shape and how that can impact the diabetes as well. Yeah. And um, did I did I say type 2 or type 1? Because I was diagnosed with type 1. Oh, I'm um, sorry. I'm, a, I'm misunderstood. All good. No, yeah. Because um, the reason I, I say it is because, um, you know, there there is a there is a significant difference, but they whether it's one or two, they're both can be very much be impacted the same way with eating right and exercise. But um, but yeah, as a kid, the only time I really kind of felt normal was when I was working out or exercising or playing sports. Um, but other than that, I always felt like there was something wrong with me. You know, I was, and I was always like, um, at least in my head, like the, you know, the odd one out. So playing sports just, it had me feel like, like, uh, you know, like I was a normal kid. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've learned that, um, being active and staying moving in some capacity, whether it be walking, exercising, running, you know, um, playing sports and stuff like that. When something's in motion, you know, it's easier to uh, sustain that, so to speak. And, you know, the I've learned that over my course of uh, my weight loss journey that I've had thus far that, you know, just the little things and, and repetition for that, you know, along with the food uh, nutrition aspect can do wonders. Yeah, it, 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 it really can. Um, not to say that you said this, but I, I feel like a common misbelief is that it takes, you know, like hundreds of thousands of dollars and all this time investment and, you know, all these different intricate programs to be at your, your top physical health. And I mean, yes, you can do all that, but it, it, it really only takes consistent effort and it doesn't need to require, you know, this elaborate program or like hundreds and thousands of, of supplements or this or that. Again, you can do that and it can be effective, but you know, it's for, for most people, it just takes a little bit of effort in the right direction and just do it every single day for the rest of your life. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Repetition is key and in getting into a certain schedule of, you know, eating healthy and trying to stay as active as you possibly can, you know, those things help. A lot of people think that you have to go lift weights. And I mean, sure, you can do that. Like you said, you can do those things. But I know for me, just general walking and, and watching what I eat and watching the portion sizes, I mean, that was really key for me. Yeah, I mean that that is that is the the recipe to to practice like your foundational health. You know, watching what you eat, like walking is great for like your general activity. And I think what a lot of people forget is that if you 
if you're staying active, it can add up throughout the day where, you know, let's say where I see a lot where some people kind of fall in the trap of is maybe they will work out 45 minutes to an hour, which is fantastic. But then they're sedentary for the rest of the day. And, you know, the that will actually like it'll neutralize itself when it comes to certain standpoints, like for instance, with, um, with maintaining that fat loss, you know, just working out that 45 minutes to 60 minutes is not going to be enough. If you're sitting for the rest of the 10 to 12 hours of a day, you know, in your, in your day. Um, so, you know, being active is, can, can, add in a lot more than I think what a lot of people realize and how impactful it can be to general health, general activity, you know, sustain, like really help maintaining that, you know, that fat loss, if, if that's, you know, if that's your goal. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and I'm curious to, to see your, your side of what different types of nutrition are best, just because I know, you know, obviously with uh, different people, react to different things. Uh, but you know, for the most part, you know, for me, yeah, I of course didn't cut out the vegetables and, and things like that. I just lowered the portions, but if I ate a little bit more protein, it kept me full and I wasn't hungry as much. Yep. And in all honesty, that like what you just said right there is the, is the, are the key components to any meal plan. It's make sure you're hitting your protein and watch your portion sizes. Like with, with the thousands of people that I've coached, that is always the same in every single nutritional aspect. Now, what I will say is that technically any nutritional plan or meal plan can work. It can, but it depends on what your goals are. It depends on what your body's like or your gut health. So what I mean by that is if we want to lose, burn body fat, we have to be in a deficit. We have to. And how do we do that? We watch our portion sizes. We move a little bit more. And the, the content of what you're eating could really kind of be what you want in the sense of well-balanced food, uh, good sources of protein, um, you know, appropriate amounts of fats, appropriate amount of carbohydrates. And if that last little bit, you want it to be something, let's call quote unquote naughty, but you're still in that caloric deficit, you're still eating healthy foods, you're going to get to where you want to be. I see a lot of people falling victim to the, it has to be a one way road. And that is the key to um, potentially not getting what you want inside of this or, you know, being so restrictive that if I tell you to not think of a pink elephant, what's the first thing you're going to do? You know, so <laughs> what people don't realize is that emotions are a thing. And if we get stressed out, if we create, if we starve ourselves too much, if, you know, we do X, Y, and Z, if our gut health is out of control, well, we have hormones that are going to react and impact how we feel. So really, 
if we make sure our caloric amount is matching our goal, if we are eating enough protein to maintain, recover, and keep us full, satisfied, if we are eating the right types of food to make sure our gut health is as optimal as possible, well then you're gonna you're gonna get the body you're gonna get the, you're gonna get the change that you want, and that can that can be you know maybe one day you do a little bit more fat and less carbs, and maybe another day you do more carbs and less fat. Like it doesn't have to be such this rigid uh, protocol. It can be if you want, and but, but that's my point with this is that there's so many different ways to go about doing it. But if we have these key foundational components, like I just mentioned, you can kind of fill in the blanks of what you want. Make sure you're healthy, make sure you're getting your micronutrients, your vitamins and minerals, and you'll get there. It's just time, consistency, doing it year after year after year after year. So that's, that's you know, what I see, you know, in the world of, of nutrition. Excellent. So I am kind of curious, how did you get into training celebrities? So I moved out to Vegas where I'm at now. Um, gosh, it's almost eight years now, seven, eight years ago. I originally grew up in Philadelphia. Um, I was there for 27 years. And long story short, my my what I wanted to do brought me out to Las Vegas and in Vegas, you just meet a different type of crowd. You meet those higher profile individuals and just how life intended it. Uh, I met with uh, Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons and I started coaching him and it was funny at the time, I didn't know who he was. I knew what he sounded like. I knew his band. I knew his music. But, you know, I didn't know what he looked like. Um, and then after a couple of training sessions, I asked him, like, oh, what do you do for a living? And he's like, oh, I'm a musician. I said, oh, that's cool. Like, are you, what, do you, what instrument do you play? And he's like, oh, I'm the I'm lead singer. I was like, oh, what is local band? And he's like, Imagine Dragons. And I, I just was like, I was like, I'm sorry. I had no idea. But um, I think he really appreciated that and loved that um, because the um, the relationship that him and I had and still have is of now like he's my brother, he's my best friend, um, and I I treated him like a normal human being, but I, I like I I pushed him and supported him to really get him to an aspect to where he is now inside of health and fitness where he, you know, can really take control of his body where, cause he also has two autoimmune diseases and that, Oh wow. Yeah. Ankylosing spondylitis and ulcerative colitis. And they both went into remission with me working with him. And so long story short, my success with him opened the window to that world. And so that, that is really how I got into it. And then from there, um, I worked with Steve Aoki for a couple months. Um, I'm now working, I've worked with Benson Boone, who uh, he's rising up very well. He's, he came out of American Idol. Um, I worked with him during his most recent tour. I'm going to be working with him again on his next tour coming up. 
Um, I worked with Susie Abramite, who was in Jessica Jones. Um, she just released a couple new movies. She was in The Purge. Uh, so I, 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 tri- I, I still count this, but I worked out with Diplo for a day. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, I've met some amazing, amazing people uh, because of this. And what is, what's really cool when you work with someone who's successful like that, there's a lot of similar characteristics. And I bring this up because I feel like people that would be listening to this would want to know like, oh, how can I do that? You know, how can I uh, achieve, well, at least I think, how can I become my own version of a superstar? And really what it is, is it's mindset. And for them with health and fitness, they always made it a priority. It was never like, okay, work first, then working out. It was work and working out at the same time. They were of equal priority. And I hear a lot of people saying, oh, I'm too busy. You know, I don't have enough time. And I call BS. These are some of the busiest people in the world that I've worked with. So it's like when someone's like, oh, I'm too busy. I'm like, I don't believe you at all. Like, stop lying to yourself. And that's where it's like with mindset for them, they just decide that it's going to get done where someone else could let themselves slip and be like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Or it's, you know, I, I have other things to take care of. And it's really, it's just like, what are you feeding? The energy wise, it's like, are you feeding that version of yourself that's going to let you get off track? Or are you going to feed the version of yourself that's going to hold yourself accountable and do what you say you're going to do. So I know I went have been on a tangent there, but I felt like it was appropriate. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I mean, I agree with that because, you know, there are, you know, 24 hours in the day. And if you work a normal nine to five, you know, you figure, you know, that's, it could be eight to 10 hours and you still have several hours. Just take a half hour or 45 minutes or an hour out of your day. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really not a lot of time. And what's crazy with that is that little amount of time makes probably one of the best impacts on your life that you could possibly make. Because to me, health and fitness is what has you become a warrior in life. Because let's be real, life can be brutal. Like Life can be rough. And if we look at, let's, let's call it stress, you know, general term stress. Chemically and hormonally, there's things that happen when we get stressed out. We get into that fight or flight nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system. And if we are always stressed out, if we are always in that sympathetic nervous system, things start to change in the body because the body just wants to survive. And so this is where hormones can get out of place. And if we're not sleeping right, we're not recovering. And you mentioned mental health earlier. You know, they don't teach you how to deal with anxiety or depression. Like you you finish high school or college and then you get into the real world and you're like, well, this sucks. And so then out of your good intention, you try to go to the doctor and be like, I'm not feeling well. What's going on? And let's be real, at least in our culture these days, American healthcare ain't the best. And they're always they're very. I'm not saying all doctors are like that. I've met some amazing doctors. I've worked with some amazing doctors, but 
majority, you know, and it's the way our system is set up. They get paid very well off of prescriptions, you know, right now it's scripts. So what do they do? Here's your Adderall to focus more. Here's your, you know, here's your opioid to, to relax, you know? So it's like, that is some of the most addictive legally legal drugs out there that for prescriptions. So then you keep going down this emotional rabbit hole because you don't know how to deal with anxiety and depression. And then you get medication, which makes you addicted. And then next thing you know, to feed that addiction, whether it's drugs, alcohol, food, whatever it is, you get so deep in this hole, you're like, well, how did I get here? And next thing you know, you look down and you're like 30, 40 pounds heavier. Your heart health has gone out the window. You've aged an extra 30 years that you didn't need to. And health and fitness prevents all of that. It does. You look at the number one killer in the world right now. What is it? Heart disease, heart attack. Health and fitness prevents that. So my point is, it's like, to what you're saying, you, you literally spend 30, 40 minutes a day to add years onto your life, to allow you to better handle all the BS that you're dealing in with life. Health and fitness improves. I, I bet you 95% of the depression and anxiety would be solved if people just started working out and eating right and sleeping. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know once I started just going to the gym and being active and doing a lot of cardio, you know, I felt good afterwards. Yeah. Even if I didn't yep. want to go, I mean, I still felt great. Yep. Well, you, your body, that's how you get free drugs. It's, it's those feel good hormones, oxytocin, dopamine, norepinephrine, um, serotonin exercise maximizes all of those, you know, and then there's little things we can do in the day. Like, let's say you have a really solid 15 minute morning routine, you know, composed of different components that can really like kickstart your day. Um, so you don't maybe need as much caffeine as most of our culture is drinking. Um, and then throughout the day, you know, maybe you're getting some sunlight, maybe do a little cold therapy. Your dopamine, your serotonin is maximum. Like to me, it's like I I feel like every day I'm high, but it's because like I'm taking care of my body. And I I I fought addiction. I've I've gone through addiction. I've gone through alcohol and drugs. Like I went through a divorce. So it's like I know what high feels like. And to me, it's like how I am now with with now really constructing my life in this way. It's like. I literally wake up excited. I literally wake up like so ecstatic with what I'm doing. And I feel high throughout the entire day because I'm doing these little things. I'm eating right, taking care of my body, so on and so forth. So it's like when someone tells me that, you know, they just don't have the time or it's like, oh, I'm too tired to do this. I'm like, shut up. It's like, you don't know what's on the other side because you feel like crap all the time. And I get that's hard for, like, I get it. I, I, I said, I've been there. But what we always are responsible for or control of is our actions. And you can always take that first step. Even like you said, even if it's just watching your portion sizes and going for a walk. For most people, that would literally change their lives. Exactly. You see, I, I'm glad there are people like you out there that, understand what it's like to be you know not not necessarily a celebrity but to be in in a normal 
yeah. uh, regimen in life and, and, and not, you know, cause you have some fitness people that want to push this regimen and, and say, you got mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's always, uh, for me, I've always heard eat what you want, but just watch what you eat. Yep. Yeah. It, it's like, you know, that's, that is the, one of the most important things. It, it's just being aware. And, and like there are days, like, I always take a day out of the week and I, I go and enjoy, I have a pretty, like what you would call like a bad food meal, but I watch my portion sizes. I adjust my food the rest of the day. You know, it, it's about balance, trying to force, I know this is a pun, but force feed a particular way down someone's throat is going to cause um, uh, friction and they're, they're not going to want to do it because where I see a lot of issues is that your let's say someone's lifestyle is right here and if you try to start them here or here or here and they got to pull a 180 i'm sorry but most people will not adhere to that because it's so drastically different and if we understand it it's like this is where emotions come into play because it's like if, if if you're starting at a certain point and i take some you know yes there has to be a little bit of change has to be if we want to get better, we have to implement new behaviors and stop the old ones that are that are not getting there. So, but if you're here and we start you immediately here, the subconscious is like, hell no, because it's not in alignment with the consciousness. So we have to make these small changes. And people where I've seen, again, I'm, I'm never going to like downplay another coach or program. I'm just talking about in general, I see a lot of times, like you said, you have to do it a certain way. And I'm like, I'm sorry. In my opinion, we have to meet you at where you're at and then change you from there. So, you know, for you, it's like something that may be beneficial now. It's like, okay, you're doing your walking, you're eating right. Great. Let's just add in one extra piece. Maybe you go to, maybe you start lifting weights two days a week you know, something like that. Or maybe maybe we start implementing a, something a little bit better with your bedtime routine. Let's just pick one. And just one or two things that we just added in there. But like you said, if, 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 if we go to a coach and he's like, you got to do this, 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 this. Brain, the brain can't function. Like most people's brains can't function. I know mine can't. I take one thing at a time and it's something new to implement. Yeah, and you know, you're able to, uh, in my mind, you're able to focus on it a lot better and stay the course because it's not 15 different things. It's one, two, maybe three things. Yep, yep, absolutely. And that's another thing where I see a lot of people, um, why they may not adhere to it is because they try to focus on so many things at once. When I start with a new client, start with two things. Let's get you moving more. Let's get you eating better. That's it. When that, and that takes around a month. And the reason I start with those is because those are some of the, as we know, the most impactful things on the body that can change the body. Then when that becomes normal, great. Let's, let's look at your morning and bedtime routine. And, and we, can, we can add in maybe a couple supplements if it's appropriate based off of the blood work that we got in the beginning. Okay, that becomes normal. Great. Now, now let's let's maybe take a look at some mindset work, or you know. But it's like it's in a it's in a layered process on on how to get you there. 
Yeah, exactly. Baby steps. Take one step at a time. Have to. Yep. So as far as people being able to find your programs, um, where can they find those programs to reach out to you? Yep. So I really, my two contact points, Instagram, like how you found me, um, at Brad Feinberg 88 on Instagram. I've been trying to grow TikTok and YouTube a little bit more, but that's a process. We'll worry about that later. But Instagram is like, that's where I do a lot of my business. Um, you know, if, if anyone reaches out to me on there, it's, it's, it's literally, it's all about the business. Um, and then uh, my website, thefeinbergmethod.com. And on there, um, I have, you know, some client success stories. I have a video, uh, you know, like a, a typical landing page. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, promote it that it's something special. It's a typical landing page. It just promotes myself. Um, and anyone can click on the button to fill out an application and, and submit a time for a free consultation. Excellent. Excellent. Well, listen, Brad, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy yep. schedule to chat with me. It was a lot of fun and hopefully we can do it again in the future. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man. Uh, down, down.